Previously on Here There Be. Tybalt's the name. I am what you might call a talent scout, and I'm looking for people of great talent. I'll ask you a pointed question now, you two. Are you magical people? Don't worry, me too. What do you want from Tilly? I'm here to take her away to safety. We might need to speak to Melmia first. You can have Tilly, but you have to promise us she will help us find this necromancer. Sign me up. So, you two say that I need the permission of Melmere to take Tilly to safety. So, let's get to it. Let's go speak with this Melmere. Oh, um, yeah, about that. Um, Gethin took him. Um, Gethin? Oh, yeah, uh, the, the, the knight. <sighs> Knights are involved. All right, this is more complicated now. Where did he take him? Uh, the castle, probably. The castle? Yep. Uh, all right. Well, that's fine. Um, I don't have a way into the castle. Is Do you have contacts, then? I think I know how to get in contact with Sir Geffen. Meredith looks at Jasper expectantly. And so does Tybalt. Let's just say he owes me one. Hmm. It's good to have people owe you a favour. So, all right. You take the lead. I will follow. Absolutely. Um, there is one condition, though. You don't know me. Uh... Well, not in this form. And I drop the disguise to reveal my tabaxi self. Wait, Gethin doesn't know you're a tabaxi. He doesn't know I'm Jasper as the Dabaxi. So you're going in as someone else? Yeah. I kind of helped him stop Jennifrey, and I feel like he would be happy to see me again. Okay, and where? What? what do I do? Well, you can come with me. I said I was looking for you the last time we spoke, but just don't call me by the name Jasper. Oh, well, what should I call you? Um, does anyone have any ideas for a name? Uh, Chickweed? <laughs> yeah, I I don't think that's going to work. Um, it might not fly as a name. Uh, looks around. What's the nearest thing that I can see in this room? A chair? A table? Hmm. I have no clue. Oh! Why don't you be... Looks at the chair. Share. Share? Share? Yes? Why not? It sounds like a dazzling name. Is Cher even a name? I believe there's a bard of that name, in fact. Cher. Okay, Cher would would work. Let's go with that. Okay, let's get going. Um, just one second. 
and I go down the stairs and open the door to the workshop. Uh, listen, everything's fine. I'm sorry for worrying you, Werder. We're gonna sort everything out, don't worry. You know, every time you say don't worry, I worry more. Yeah, yeah, I I realise that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And I look at Tilly, and I kneel down. I'm gonna be gone for a while, but we're gonna get help for you. She is hiding underneath uh, Werther's workbench at the moment, behind one of the, uh, the the legs of the bench. And she doesn't say anything. She just looks at you, as per usual. Jasper goes over to the long sheet that both he and Tilly stitch together and brings it back to her. Here. I just want to say, um, thanks for helping me with this. And I wrap it over Tilly as a blanket. It dwarfs her. It's huge compared to her. And she clutches it round her shoulders as you say goodbye to her. I ruffle her hair and close the door and walk back up the stairs. Okay, shall we get going? Absolutely. Are you ready to go, Meredith? Yes. All right then. Lead the way, Jasper. And I do. Where are you all going? So we we know the way to the castle, don't we? Yep. Hard to miss it, really. So we go straight there. Okay. You arrive at the castle. Uh, the gates are guarded, as usual, by two knights. Neither of them are Gethin. Do we recognise them? You do not. Uh, hey. So, um, I'm here to see Sir Gethin. Is he expecting you? We came here... <clears throat> I mean, um, Meredith has been here once before. But, uh, I was asked to, uh... Bring him out here for his service. I'm just going to look at Jasper, um, but keep my face as blank as possible. The knights share a look. They seem a little confused. I walk up to them and I say in a hushed tone, I'm the one that helped stop Jennifrey. And I give them two thumbs up. Roll persuasion. Okay. Um... Don't fail me now. Fifteen. They share another glance, and one of them says, All right, I'll go tell him you're here. Wait here. And she heads inside. I turn around to um, Meredith and Tybalt, and I put two thumbs up um, where the guards can't see my hands. It's just a soft smile from Tybalt. Meredith just waiting, like, okay, well, like, as if, like, what's happening now? About five minutes pass, and the knight comes back, Gethin in tow. He sees the three of you there, uh, and he looks at you, Jasper. Oh, you again? Hey. Oh, and you've met Mare, Mare. Yes. I, um, well, you, you've met before, but, uh, hi, uh, what, what can I do for you? Oh yeah, we're uh, long-time friends. Um, we're here to see uh, if you could help us in some way. 
Uh, maybe, maybe. What do you need? Uh, well, if you could come with us for a second, it's a bit of a private conversation. All right. All right. And he looks at Mare. Um, Meredith. He looks at Meredith. (laughs) Meredith gives a little wave. That's it. He, uh, he follows. So, we have an idea of what this necromancer is doing. Um, but in order for us to put the dots together, we need to see... Melmere. Uh, yeah, Melmere. Oh. Uh, well, that's probably not possible right now. Uh, he's, uh, hmm, unavailable, let's say. Where is he? He's in he's in the dungeons right now. He's uh, he's he's being kept comfortable. Don't worry about him. Why is he in the dungeons? He didn't do anything bad. He he hid a changeling. So we're just uh what? Oh, did you did you not hear? You mean there was a troll who stole his daughter? Uh, well, not sure about that, but, um... Where is Tilly? We don't know. We're trying to, we're trying to, um... Oh, this is horrible news! It is, uh... Oh, I must speak to Melby. He needs my help. He... I need to comfort him right now. I'm afraid that's not possible, Mare. But he's going to be scarred mentally. Oh, poor Mermir. Look, if you want me to pass on a message, I'll do it. Uh, but I, I can't let you in. No, you see, this is the thing. We believe the necromancer has something to do with Tilly being a changeling. How so? Well, obviously, Melmere panicked and was under the effect of the necromancer. I mean, you've seen it. You've seen that happen to everyone that's come across uh, this evil power. So... You're saying he was possessed? Oh my, now he needs me really? Yeah, exactly. He was he was possessed and it wasn't Melmere's fault. Oh, poor, poor Melmere. That's why we have to talk to him. We need to understand what happened. I want, um... I want Jasper to make a deception check <laughs> with advantage because Meredith is helping him. Thank you, Meredith. Oh my! Oh no! no. Helping or genuinely believing? <laughs> uh, that is a twenty-six. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. Right. Um. Well, that puts things in a new perspective. Still. Ah. Uh, I can't let you in. Uh, please, if you can tell me all you know about this, then me and the other knights and the witchfinder, we can figure out what's going on. Uh, might I introduce you to Tybalt? Oh, y- yeah, pl- pleasure to meet you. Sorry, I I didn't uh, introduce myself properly. I- I'm Sir Gethin Green. Mm. Tybalt Sterling. Uh, minstrel and travelling... 
musician, actor, poet, all sorts. And detective. And I... And detective, apparently, yes. Um, and I sort of um, lean in to shake Gethin's hand. He gives it a hearty shake? Um, I've been asked to come aboard with uh, com- uh, companions here in order to give some third-party knowledge on this uh, little case. Um, I have traveled. I've seen many things. And... Um, I have things to share. But, as part of this, uh, Sir Gethin, we need to collect more information, and as you say, we probably need to pass on any information we have to the Witchfinders. However, we need to build a case, otherwise what we have is simply drips and drabs. To be able to speak with Melmir would be extremely beneficial. Roll Persuasion. Okay. Seventeen. Well, um... You do make a good point. Uh... Listen, I, I... I'm gonna... I'm gonna go talk to someone else. And... We'll see what they say. And then I'll, um... If, if you just wait around outside the, the castle, I'll come back and tell you. I sort of tip my hat to him. I bow. Uh, thank you, Sir Geffen. Meredith looks at both of them and kind of like copies with like an awkward bow. <laughs> you tip your hat even though you're not wearing one. Yeah. <laughs> and so Geffen heads back to the castle. Oh, that was... That was tense. But I think... I think he bought it. I'm not so sure myself... We have a way in, a friend, but it doesn't sound like it's his call. No, but it's all about acting, isn't it? I mean, you've got experience with this. You can just act the part as a detective that will liaison with the uh, the Witchfinder. In all honesty, if we had nothing to do with the Witchfinders, I would be a very, very happy person. But these are difficult times. I guess I will play any role required of me. But let's just hope that Gethin comes through for us. What are we telling Melmir exactly? Good question. Does he have anything to actually do with the necromancer now? Because I thought we were going to talk to him about our friend. Well... It's possible. <laughs> Fair enough. I just want Melmir to know that Tilly's safe. More than anything. Question. What if we can't talk to him alone? We can't mention Tilly because they'll know. Admittedly, Meredith has a point now that we've admitted that Melmir has some link to the necromancer. He may be in deeper water than he was before. Meredith looks it over at Jasper like, this is not good. Kind of look. Well, we're just going to have to be very careful with what we say. Very careful. Mum's the word. Mum? Who's mum? Um, 
Never mind. Let's just uh, let's just stay on target. Oh, why is there a roll in the background? <laughs> why are you rolling? Oh goodness! I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you why I was rolling. I was rolling a persuasion check for Gethin, and he rolled a one. <gasps> no. Gethin returns to you, and he says, "I'm I'm sorry, but uh, they're not going to allow this." Oh. That's that's a shame. This city is 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 in a horrible horrible situation right now, and this is what we get. Mayor, it's because we're in the situation that we can't we can't allow people into the dungeons, even if we know them. It everything's falling apart now. Trust us, the Knights of Carlad, and the Witchfinder, to fix this. Trust us. If I may, Sir Gethin. Just out of pure curiosity, um, I do know a little bit about the world, and I am somewhat uh, aware of the Witchfinder's groupings, shall we say. Um, I'm just curious, which Witchfinder have they brought in for this situation? Oh, oh, uh, it's, it's Manon Maddock. Hmm. Right, I see. Man and Maddock. Hmm. Okay then. I trust the situation will be resolved quite quickly then. I'm sure it will. She's the best at what she does. Is she here yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, she arrived yesterday. Well then, if we do find anything out, I'm sure we'll be able to speak to, um, Mistress Maddock. As required, I imagine. I'm, I'm sure. If if you know anything, she'd love to hear it. Uh, where is she right now? Oh, she's been set up in a house in the Outer Bailey. And he points his thumb over his shoulder at the castle. Okay. Um, can I make one request, um, Sir Geffen? Mm-hmm. Um, I was only here to help... Meredith, so, um, it, if you cannot mention me being here, that would be wonderful. Um, I like to keep a low profile. Right. Well, anyway, sorry. Sorry I couldn't help. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'll see you around anyway. I've, I've already spoken to Miss Maddox, so, um... Has she mentioned anything, um, about voices... We had a few people um, tell us, because we've done our investigation around the town recently, um, and we've had a few people tell us that they've been hearing voices. Oh, she hasn't mentioned any of that to me, no. Um, I'll mention it to her, though. I'll, t- I'll tell her. Oh, okay, good. Um, just remember, <laughs> mum's the word. <laughs> Don't mention that we were here. Sure. Um, how is Mary? Oh, uh, he, he's alright. Um, recovering. Can we see him? I, I don't think that's going to happen either, Mary. Uh, he's in the castle right now and no one's, well, castle's off limits. 
Is there anyone we can see? Anyone outside the castle? Yeah. Ew, onions. I mean, I suppose it wouldn't hurt as a, you know, visiting a friend. We're not here to cause any trouble. No, no, that's... You don't know him, though. Yeah, I just... I want to make sure everyone's alright. I'm a bit of a Samaritan in that way. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I'll um, I'll pass a message on. I'll I'll tell him you asked about him. But uh, I've really got to get back inside now, so I'll, I'll see you all later. Yeah, uh, Meredith asked about him. Yeah, sure. Just Mare. And he leaves, looking a little confused. I think. I'm sorry, guys. I I think we should beat a hasty retreat. Uh, let's go over there. We'll we'll talk more. What's plan B? Let, let's just go quickly, and we'll discuss plan B on the way. Right. Um, as sort of a... We walk to the side. This is a little bit more problematic than I thought it would be. Melmere, it sounds, and I keep it quiet from any people who might be passing by, Melmere may now be a suspect in this entire necromancy situation, and... Have you ever heard of Manon Maddock? Uh, no. No, no, can't say I have. Well, in terms of witchfinders, she would be witchfinder general, almost. She stands at the very top. Her name is well known within witchfinder circles. She is the best. It would be best for us not to tangle with her. No, absolutely. I I one hundred percent agree with that. We we should we should avoid her at all costs. Exactly. Now the issue is that we may have alerted your friend Gethin uh, to us a little bit there. Unfortunately, whether or not he be a friend or not, we looked really shady. Um, let's try not to make our names known. To Maddox. No, absolutely. Now, in terms of speaking to Melmere, I may have a possible alternative solution. Oh? Yes, I do have contacts, and, um, well, if I can speak to them, we might be able to get a message to the other side of the wall. Ooh. When you are in... My line, you know quite a few shady individuals. So I'd like to take this opportunity to say that I've got the uh, spy background and I'm supposed to have ways to um, get messages or find supplies in a kind of underhand way. So is there a way for me to uh, find someone who can, who, who is from our network? who could maybe get a message into the dungeons and get word back? Yes, being the capital of this kingdom, Kyabrin is definitely a place where you would be able to find a member of the Court of Miracles. All right. Well, well, if you'd give me a little bit more time, maybe I can find a member of my organization. And if you need to recoup, well, let me go and see if I can get something in motion. Then in the meantime, maybe we can see to your 
other problem. Absolutely. Oh, are there more of you here? Are they all looking for Tilly? No. <laughs> that that was my job. Now, I can't tell you much more, because quite honestly, I don't know much more. You see, um, unfortunately, or fortunately for us, we are not given information about each other. Just in case one of us is taken, you have to remember that the witch finders are everywhere. So, let's just say, you guys head back, and I will catch up with you. Absolutely. Remember, the password's chickweed. Right. Chickweed. Yep. And you head your separate ways. Meredith? Yes? Let's go look for that dog. Meredith is, like, smiling now. And Jasper quickly disguises himself again. So, Jasper is going to cast Talk to Animals, or Speak to Animals, and is going to go around the city with Meredith, uh, talking to the wildlife, seeing if they've seen a deer hound. Roll Animal Handling. Oh, that's new. Uh, That's a 12. Hmm. The animals you meet seem friendly enough. They are willing enough to speak to you, but none of them have seen a deer hound. Ugh. Jasper? Uh, yeah? What if my dog's not here? Well, don't give up hope, Meredith. We, we'll be able to find your dog. What if my dog's underground? That's a point. We never asked about your dog, did we? No. Can we go back and ask the rats? Yeah. I think that might be a good idea. Are you going back to the sewers? Yeah. Uh, we will go back to Jasper's just to meet with uh, Tybalt first, I think. Ah. Uh. <laughs> okay. Hello, and thank you once again for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HearThereBeCast. We also have a Discord server where you can engage with other listeners and do things like share fan art and exchange theories about the show. This episode, we have a promo for Heartbeats. You can find them on Twitter at HeartbeatsCast. Hey friend, have you ever wondered what happens when a journalist and an accountant each hop on a train from the big city and start a new life in a small, fantastical village? Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy, is a fortnightly podcast that seeks to answer that very question. It's often cute, sometimes funny, and very occasionally mysterious. We hope you'll join us in Heartbeats soon. Okay, so Tybalt, what are you doing? I'm going to see if I can find uh, a member of our coalition if possible and i want to uh do this as clandestinely as possible considering everything that's happening let's just have you make a stealth check see if you can keep Uh it covert okay uh right okay stealth modifier so that is overall a 13 that's lucky (laughs) not bad 
Okay. You're able to find a member of the Court of Miracles. And uh, what is... uh, What are you asking them to do? Okay. I would like to ask uh, this member to see if they can find a way to pass a message to Melmir, a prisoner within the castle. Um, I need them to ask Melmir's permission to take his daughter to safety. Um, he, I, I imagine he knows that someone is coming to help. I'm not sure if he was the one that asked, but he, we want his permission, basically. However, caveat, considering the high security around the castle, if this does seem impossible for our group, don't push it, because I don't want to rock the boat. And second thing I want them to do, pass the word around that um, Man and Maddox specifically is in town and that people should lay low if they're not um, directly involved with our business. They tell you that they will try to get this accomplished uh, within a day. So they ask you to find them again tomorrow. All right. Thank you. Do your best. Godspeed. What do you do after this? Do you head back to Jasper's? I'm going to um, take my time about it and um, going from having this meeting, I'm going to follow protocol and uh, go sit somewhere public and make sure I'm not being followed before making my way back to this secret location. Do you want to roll perception to check if you're being followed? Yes. <laughs> That's a 10. Mm, nah, you, you're good. Seems fine. <laughs> okay. Um, if I feel like I'm satisfied with this, then I will head back. All right. You will reconvene back at Jasper's. Chickweed. Chickweed. And I open the door. I don't know where Meredith was saying it because they're already inside. <laughs> no, that was just me being like, okay, password. All right. Um... Just to let you know what I've gotten done, I've gotten into contact with a member of our organization. Basically, I've asked them if I can get a message through. It'll take a little bit of time, and we'll find out more tomorrow. But, Jasper and Meredith, you need to know this. We might not get a message back. This is the castle we're talking about, after all. In that circumstance, considering I know that Melmir is behind bars, Tilly needs protection. So I hope you understand that it is best for me to take her out of here. Considering especially, now we know we've got Manon Maddox in the wings. No, I realize that. I just want... I want to make sure Melmir is okay with it. Thank you. Um, are you suggesting taking Tilly before Melmir gets the message? No, I'm saying we're going to be waiting a day. In many ways, me asking is a favour. It's, um, it's a courtesy. I'm asking permission. It's better this way. However, 
if all hell breaks loose, I am taking the girl, regardless, because they will be looking for her. Melmere is behind bars. She is a target for the Witchfinders. That's fine. Also, for yourselves, the city, any city, any settlement where people fear witches and magic, this place is going to be a very tough place to be over the next few weeks if Maddox is here. Let's go about our business, but you should know that after that, you should think about what you're going to do to keep safe. Can I ask you something, Tibble? If we should run into anyone that is a magic user, or is in fear of their lives, how do we get in touch with your organisation? Hmm. Well, normally we find you. We come and get people out of jams whenever we can. And it's usually down to us hearing about your problems. But if you wanted to find one of us, you'd have to listen out for people being healed. People who have had miracles performed for them. Basically, we do favours. People of magic, most of us anyway, if we can help, magically, we're inclined to. Just listen out for things happening beyond what you would consider normal. I'm... I'm looking for a miracle. Well, we're all looking for miracles. But if it's about your dog, it's not normally one of the things we do. Just saying. Oh, onions. Yeah. We had a bit of a lead. We heard the necromancer's... Well, we think it's the necromancer's voice. And we were told to go down below. We went to the sewers, but we couldn't find anything. And me and Meredith were suggesting that we go down there again to find their dog. But maybe another set of hands might help. Um, I do have a potential way finding things that are magical. It would take time to do, and I I produce from my bag uh, a book. Um, there's a ritual that I can perform that will let me find magics. And if there's something in the sewers that is unusual, we could find it. Okay, then we've got no time to waste. Let's Let's get down there again. And at this point... Tybalt's eyes go white. Y'all really think I'm in the sewers? Well, well, where are you then? I told you, I'm underground. A location would be nice. I want my dog back, please. Oh, oh, that wasn't... I did not do that. Who are you? Listen, I don't have long. Just come find me underground. We'll meet soon. And Tybalt, you're back. I'm I'm just going to look at the two of them, and they're, they're probably staring at me, and I'm going to be like, what? I don't think that was the necromancer. I'm, I don't follow, what? Well, they're not, they're not being very specific with their instructions. 
If it was the necromancer, I think he'd be more evil. I've clearly missed something here. We were talking about going down into the sewers. What's going on? One moment, please. What? Let us finish. Uh, Meredith looks over at Jasper. Look, maybe we can find another place that's underground. Just not the sewers. They're just being very annoying about it. No, I think what he's saying is we need to go underground. So we need to dig up a hole and go underground. Don't worry, I know how to do this. Uh, we, I just need a shovel. Uh. Yeah, and X marks a spot on the place that we're supposed to go. And we do need to find the location. Or maybe it doesn't matter. Do you have a shovel? I suppose somewhere in my workshop, probably. Okay, well, can we get it and then go to the nearest earth place? Yeah, yeah, it's it's downstairs. Just follow the stairs down. Oh, are you saying I'm allowed to go by myself? Absolutely. Wurtz is in there with Tilly. I, I look at Tibbles. Sorry, you've been possessed by the person that we're trying to find. <laughs> um... There's, there's a bewildered look that just sort of goes on, uh, you know, just ex expresses itself on Tybalt's face. And I'm like, w what? Just just now? Yeah, just then. You're not the first, don't worry. You're acting very casual about this. They... Mm. Well, I'm a bit annoyed, okay? it. I'm, I'm sick of all these cryptic messages. And what did they say? They said they don't... They're not in the sewers, but they're underground. And they haven't seen the dog either. Oh, seems to come back to the dog. Um, well, that was weird. Um, so what have you thought of then? If not in the sewers? So Meredith, uh, w when uh, Tybalt says this, Meredith's like halfway down the stairs now. You open the door to the workshop and there you see Werther. You do not initially see Tilly because she is still under that um, large blanket of sorts. Half the room is covered by this uh, uh, patchwork quilt of different fabrics. Um, I'm looking for a shovel. Oh, yes. If you are um, right right there, just next to, just on, on your, keep walking on the opposite wall to the stairs. There should be one hung up there. Uh, thank you. So I go over and what do, do I find it? Yeah, it's there on the wall, as she says. Okay. Um, we'll be digging in the garden. We don't have a garden. Oh, where's the nearest earth spot? Um, Temple of Freya? Oh, onions. I don't want to disturb anyone while we're doing this. And I don't mean the living, I mean the dead. I don't want to disrupt them. Why are you digging? Do I want to know? I think maybe is the proper question. Oh, don't worry, we'll figure it out. All right. We'll be back later. Mm. We're off to dig some grapes. And Meredith says walking up the stairs. Uh, okay. So, I've I've just had a thought, though. What, uh, what is, what is below our feet, uh, besides the sewers? I'm not sure. I, I think it's just the sewers. No, 
here we've got the different layers of earth As and great. bones. And bones, yes, sorry. But what I was thinking is, unless there is a crypt or something hidden underneath the city that we don't know about, have you thought that maybe your necromancer is in fact buried in a grave somewhere? I don't know, just spitballing. We are going back to the Temple of Freya. I mean, most of the graves were cleared out when they all came alive again, so... But maybe there's a secret tunnel, as um, Tybalt says. I will ask Wilden. Okay. Um, well, we best get going. We've got no time to waste. I told Water we'll be digging graves. Oh, why did you... Don't make her worry more. It's okay. That's what a grave digger does. Yeah, but she doesn't know you're a grave digger. I haven't told her about you in any way. Oh. Look, let's just go before Weather comes up here and clips me round the ear. And I open the door and begin to make my way hopefully with the others, to the uh, Temple of Freya. I go with you. When you arrive there, you see that the process of putting bodies back into the ground is still ongoing. They've made some more progress. Some of the graves are now being filled up. There's still a lot of bodies left out, though. What are you all doing? Can I go find some bones? Are you just looking for a, um, a regular corpse, or...? Yes, please. Sure. You head to the nearest corpse. It sure is a corpse. Okay, is anyone around? There's a few people in the vicinity. Can I pick up a bone? Oh, you're looking for an actual skeleton yes. rather than yes, yes. a rotting flesh corpse. Yes. yes. Yes, there are a few of those. There's less of them, but they've been put together all in one section of the graveyard. There are less people here, mm. because skeletons are much harder to identify. Make a sleight of hand check to take a bone without anyone noticing. Six. Okay. Well, first off, both Tybalt and Jasper see this. And second of all, you hear a voice call out to you. Hey, what are you doing? So who's calling? You can see this is one of the acolytes who works at the temple. After a moment, they recognize you. Oh, oh, Meredith, um, what are you doing? Inspecting the bones. I'm curious how um, the texture of the bones, if just it, it tells a lot about the person. Sure, sure. Okay, just just try and keep them all in the same space. Yeah, we don't want to... Of course. We don't want to, you know, lose them, then we won't be able to tell whose bones are whose. Of course, I understand. I go up to Meredith. Do you think that maybe the person we're looking for isn't actually alive? I don't know yet. I was going to use this bone... As a guide. I've never done this before, but I am going to see if I can do this. Okay. I, I need space. Yeah, sure. And I step back. 
from Meredith. What are you trying to do? Right, so can I hear anything? Yes, you can. What What is it saying? You are hearing what appears to be a one-sided conversation. It's small talk. It's not a particularly interesting conversation. Maybe the sort of thing you'd have over a garden fence with a neighbour. Meredith starts whispering to this bone. Um. <clears throat> Hello? It's Meredith! Hello? Jasper. Yeah? What are they doing? I have no idea. Meredith, what exactly are you trying to do? As I said, I am looking for a guide to the underworld. And you're doing that by speaking to a bone? Well, they did come alive earlier, so I thought they may they might be talking because... I don't know. Well, I think they're dead now, so they're probably not going to talk, but it was worth a try. But usually you go for the skull. Like, you've picked up another bone from their arm, or... Mm, is there a skull around? Sure. There's a whole skeleton, mostly. M- Meredith kneels down, staring at the skull, and being like, Can you hear me? I look at Tybalt. Do you think that maybe the person that called us isn't actually alive and they're looking for us to find their grave? The nature of what we're doing means that the sky is the limit. Um, In terms of necromancy, I don't expect the person to be doing all this to necessarily be alive, yes. Um... They could be very much undead. I'm just thinking that their grave might be like the trap door to the underground. That is what I was thinking as well, which would be useful if we could find... It would be useful if we could find out if there was a grave here that was not touched. Yeah, it's just... It's difficult when you don't know anything about them, you know, not even their name. It's frustrating. Do you feel that this place is suspect? And I sort of direct this question at both parties. Uh, Well, I'm too busy talking to the boat. (laughs) Yes, and what you hear... What you hear is... Do you need something? something? Meredith's eyes widen in... Like, for a moment, Meredith can't speak or doesn't know what to do and then finally realises what just happened we're looking for the necromancer that sounds like a dangerous pastime do you know him I know all about it how do you feel about it that's the wrong question to ask right well is there a path to go Is there a path to go down and find him? Well, yeah, of course. course. Oh, do tell. This is important. The whole city... uh, The whole city depends on this. Wait. Wait. Meredith's just, like, starting to look around slightly. And then looks back at the others. (laughs) Wait. Wait. I'm waiting. 
I'm still waiting. I'm a bit worried, Jasper, if I'm honest. Yeah, so am I. You hear nothing more from that particular skeleton. Meredith. Hello? Hello? Hey! Meredith? I haven't finished! I've got another question! I kneel down next to Meredith. Ah! Jasper! Not now! I'm... I'm busy! Meredith, can you... Can you speak to the no, dead? I... I'm keeping my voice down, by the way. Meredith's, like, thinking if they should reveal or not. <sighs> Look, they, this person said, wait, they're going to look for the entrance. And then they said, wait, and then nothing happened. I didn't even get a chance to ask about my dog. Okay, the dog aside for a moment, Meredith, you can hear their voice. I can hear the dead. Okay, so if you can hear them, can't you find the person that's been possessing people? Well, that's what I was doing. I was asking about the necromancer. They said, wait, and it went quiet. But let's say for a second that the necromancer or whoever was speaking to us isn't alive. What's the one thing that we know about this voice? What are you suggesting? Well, if you can find the exact same voice that's been talking to us in this graveyard, maybe we can find a way down underground? Well, I did ask, and they said they, there is a way, and that I should wait, but they're gone now. Should I go ask someone else? Oh well, yeah, maybe, maybe find that exact same voice. Okay. Um, Meredith goes to the next body. This one is another skeleton laid out mm -hmm. beside the first. Hello? A different voice comes from this one. Yeah. And it says... Wait. 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 I'm waiting... For what? There is just silence. What are they saying, Meredith? Wait. Well, I'm waiting, so do, should we just sit and wait until they come back and tell us where the entrance is? Maybe they're looking for it. What time is it? Yeah, I was just thinking, is it daytime? Is this broad daylight? The sun is setting by this point. Right. Um, perhaps this, this thing that we're waiting for then has to happen under the cover of night. Not uncommon when it comes to clandestine things, like necromancy for darkness to be required. Can I look for a specific dead person? Uh, yes, anyone in mind. Is Gethin's fiancé anywhere? Is he, has he been found? Uh, you go to the grave that you know to yeah. be Roderick's. Uh, yes, it has already been found, it has already been filled in. Oh. Can I hear anything? Very faintly. What's happening? 
It sounds like Roderick is reciting a vow. Like a knight's vow. Okay, um, are there... Well, so, I wait... Can we just wait till it's a bit darker? And is there a grave that's empty, like with no one in it? There's a few of those, yes. Okay, well, um, is it dark yet? If you wait, yes. Yes, yes. Is, are the other people gone? As the sun continues to set, people do start ending their work for the day and leaving. Okay, once it's empty, I'm going to get in the grave. As a note, the graveyard is not completely empty. Mm. Someone does stay there all night to keep guard over the bodies that are left. Who, uh, who is it? It's a knight. I was hoping it was Wildern. Um, do I know this knight? You do, it's Poppy Cotton. Do, does she have night vision? As a halfling, she does not. Okay, get in the grave. Okay, you are in a grave. I am waiting! There is just silence. Fine, I'll go speak to Wilden then. I pop my head up. <laughs> are you going to talk to the bodies? No, let's go find Wilden. But they said wait, maybe it's dark enough for you to, you know, speak to them without being seen. Let's go find Wilden. It is now night time. Wilden is not in the temple anymore. He's gone home. Okay, well, we're going to find a secret tunnel to the underground crypt or whatever. Oh, what, to the basement in the temple? Yes. Okay, well, it's not a secret. You know where it is. Are you, are you going down there? Yes. Very well. Uh, you head down there. It is cold down there, very cold, because this is where bodies are kept before they are buried. Make an investigation check. I'm going to assist. Six. Go ahead and roll, Jasper. Okay. Seventeen. You are confident that there is no secret passage down here. Are there any bodies down here? Nope. No. Where are all the bodies? There aren't always bodies down here. There are only bodies when there's been a recent death. Oh. Maybe we should go back up to the graveyard and... Wait. What? No, yeah, that, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying wait. I'm just saying, no, you're right. We should go back up and wait. Yeah, put that shovel. <laughs> exactly. We do what they say. We wait. But before we go, is it quite private down here? It's just us and the dead? Oh, it is very private down here. Okay. Guys, if you give me one second and maybe let me know if anyone gets anywhere close to us. Um, I'm going to find a place to sit and I'm going to produce my book and open it to a page I'm familiar with. And I'm going to start to cast Detect Magic as a ritual. Okay. What is the radius on this spell? 30 feet, but it's blocked by certain instances of stone, wood, yeah. and all yeah. that. But I'm, I will, from where I am, I'm going to start making the various signs with my hands and say the incantation 
It takes a little bit of time, 10 minutes worth, uh, and assuming I'm uninterrupted, I'll be able to detect sources of magic for 10 minutes. Mm. Jasper's going to stand by uh, the stairs and look out. After those 10 minutes, you sense that there is nothing magical around you. All right. Um, Well, there's nothing in here that I can sense. But maybe if we head back to the graveyard, something might pop up. But this spell doesn't last too long. Let's see what we can glean. And I guess we head back out. Heading out? You do not sense anything in the graveyard either. Hmm. Tybalt, can you be possessed again? I'm I'm just going to turn around to Meredith and say, well, it wasn't my choice the first time around, and I'd, I'd rather not be. Okay, Um. how do we contact the necromancer? Honestly, I think we should wait. And I'm going to find a place to sit down and wait till the light fades. That's what your contact has been telling you, so we might as well do that. Okay, so I go back to the grave and I'm going to sit in the grave with my shovel. Very well. Do you stay there the whole night? Yes, I suppose we all do. We are waiting, so we will sit there for the night. I'm keeping my eye on the night, though, the entire time. There's a couple more knights who come during the night and uh, change shifts with her. Anyone we know? Nope. The night passes, the sun rises, and nothing has happened. Later that day, Tybalt, you head back to the place where you met your contact the day before. They approach you, and they tell you that they were successful. They were able to get someone inside the castle. And they have brought you word from Melmere. He says yes. I figured he might. It makes perfect sense. And the other thing? Have you managed to spread the word? um, About Maddox? Fair few of us knew already. But yes. The word has been spread around. Good. The main thing is that no one gets caught unawares. And I turn my heel. Farewell. And I head back. You arrive back at Jasper's house. Chickweed. Yeah, come in. And I open the door. Right. And I come back in. um, Just so you know, I've heard back from our people. Our contact has spoken to Melmere, and the answer is a solid yes. Ah. I will be taking Tilly, and so I will need to speak with her then. Of course. Um, Just uh, give me a moment and I'll bring Tilly up. And I go down the stairs, and I'm going to grab some fabrics and uh, sewing tools... And I'm just going to wrap them up and I will give them to Tilly. I just want you to know what you did was a huge help and never give it up. There's someone here to take you away. You'll be safe there. Come on. Her brow creases. I put out my hand for Tilly to follow me upstairs. She follows you hesitantly. 
You spend quite a bit of time getting her up the stairs because, again, she is very small. And even one of those steps is a very big step for her. But you make it all the way up to Tybalt. I'm going to be standing in the main room with my hat duffed and uh, with my full regalia and my cloak, everything. Uh, When they come up, I will turn around with a flourish. And when I see Tilly, I will put on the biggest smile I can and be as caring and warm as I can be. This is Tybalt. He's going to um, protect you, keep you safe. I cross over to Tilly and I look down at her and I, I say, My, you're much smaller than I thought. Now kneel down at her side and say, Hello there. She looks at you and seems a little shy. Well, well, you are a very special person, aren't you? In fact, what's this behind your ear? And I'm going to reach out and I'm going to do a very simple parlor trick and make a uh, silver piece appear in my hand as if it was behind her ear the whole time. Wow! Tybalt, how did you do that? Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, I I did nothing. I I just found a silver piece. Now, unless she's got multiple silver pieces growing behind her ears, then I, it probably cannot be repeated. And I'm going to put the silver into Tilly's hand and say, I think that might be good luck. She takes it with both hands and holds it to her chest. Now, Tilly, I have been asked to take you to safety. Melmia has given his permission. Would you be happy to come with me? And I, I give her a big smile. She looks at you, wiggles her mouth, then looks at Jasper. I give... Tilly a big smile as well and I say it's okay and I give it two thumbs up you will be safe with me Tilly we'll take you away from this this frightful place and well you'll be safe outside the walls Tilly very hesitantly takes a few steps towards Tybalt all right I hold out my hand She takes it. You'll be safe with me. And I turn to Jasper and Meredith. Listen, with everything that's happening in the city right now, my priority really is Tilly's safety. Now, I can help you with this situation, but for now, I should take her to Sanctuary. First. Yeah. So long as she's safe. Hmm. There will be a way to contact the court, um, if you ever need support, let's just say. And if the situation is still in the air when I come back, maybe I will help you then. But for now, we may have to get going. Okay. Is that all right with you, Tilly? She doesn't 
quite seem to have understood what you were saying. And I'm going to kneel down now and I'm going to speak to her directly. Tilly, we are going to go now. We're going to leave the city. I'm going to take you to a safe place, to sanctuary. It would mean going now, and I hope that you that you are okay with that. She looks to Jasper again, then to Meredith, then cautiously nods. Good. Now go get your things. We'll be going shortly. She does not move, because she is either wearing or carrying everything she owns right now. Well, okay. Um, and I look to Jasper and Meredith. Is there anything that you might be able to give her for the journey? Perhaps a satchel? Some food? For her, it might be very good. Yeah, of course. And I go rummaging around the kitchen and I just throw different uh, bits of fruit into a small satchel. Small still being the size of her body. <laughs> I, I pass it to Tybalt. Thank you. And I just kneel down to Tilly and say, Keep up the sewing. I'm going to miss you. And I ruffle her hair again. She ducks her head away from your hand. But she doesn't frown. Bye, Tilly. Uh, we will find your father and reconnect you at some point. All right. One last thing before we go. Tilly, is this what you look like normally? She looks at her hands and shakes her head. All right. As long as no one can recognise you, we'll take our leave. And I'll look to the other two. You would know that she is very recognisable as not a normal person. So if you were to go around with her looking like that in the streets, people would definitely notice. It's not a good idea. Okay, hold on. What does she look like right now? Does she not look like a human being? No, no. She uh, she is in her changeling form. She has purple skin, um, completely white eyes that are very, like, really far too wide for her head. It's kind of freaky and uh, white hair. Okay. I assume that I know a couple of things about changelings already. Yes, you do. You have met you have met a few in your time. You you know what they look like. And do I know their capabilities? Yep. All right. I'm simply going to say, Tilly, you can't look like this when we leave, and you can't look like your normal self either. I need you to change into something different, something that they will not recognize you in. Okay? She looks down at her hands again, and back up at you, looking concerned. Well, how how does she change? In lands far away, there is a creature that when they stand up against a wall, they can, um, their skin changes colour to that of their surroundings so that they can stay hidden. Changelings are similar. They don't have to look like a single person. They can be many. Give me one second. And uh, Jasper goes downstairs, and he comes back with the quilt, or the long piece of fabric that he and Tilly uh, stitched together. If you wrap this around her, and just keep her close, people will probably think you're just carrying a small child, or 
maybe something else? They won't recognize Tilly? Perhaps. This is unusual. Usually they can change their form. Although perhaps Tilly is very young. All right. If you cannot change, we will keep you hidden. Hopefully no one asks. Okay? She nods. All right, you two. I wish you the best with this situation. Get in contact if you need to. I'll let you know how Tilly's doing in any case. I'll take the quilt from Jasper, and I'll wrap Tilly in it. And I'll pick her up and, um, sort of cradle her. Okay. Off we go, then. And I'll open the door, step out, and I'll turn back and say, Good luck. And we walk away. Jasper waves. Meredith does the same. And I close the door. Tybalt, as you make your way out of the city, cradling Tilly in one arm, you feel a presence behind you. You feel like somebody's watching you. And you turn back, look over your shoulder for just a moment. And you do see someone, standing in shadow, body turned towards yours. As I turn and I look, can I make out any features? Just before this figure disappears round a corner, you think they have green skin. But you could have imagined that. Hmm. And I will continue on my way? But I shall do so in a way where if I can duck into alleyways and out of alleyways just to make sure I shake whoever might be following us. You don't see them again. You don't notice anyone else following you after that moment. I breathe a sigh of relief. And when we are far enough out of town... I will put Tilly down. Is she still in changeling form? She is, yes. Now, Tilly, we are going to have to do something about the way you look. Are you able to go back into your gnomish form at all? She shakes her head. Okay. And I'm going to, um... Do I have anything in my packs? Maybe some spare clothing or something to wrap around her at all? Cloaks? Yep. Yeah. You'd have something. Okay. So I'm going to look through my packs and I'm going to find a garment and I'm just going to wrap it around her shoulders and over her head like a, a shawl. And I will simply say, there we go. That should look relatively discreet. At least the casual onlooker. But, um... You're going to like your new life, Tilly. Let's go. And she follows you, taking five steps for every one of yours.
want to give a huge thank you to Robin for joining us these past couple episodes. We had so much fun recording with him and he was very kind putting up with me forcing him to do a southern US accent. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Robin Leo Harper, or you can check out his website www.robinlharper.com. We also want to say thanks to Isabel Jassa and Tom Hanratty, who provided voices for the Whispers of Bone. Tom was actually first heard in the show way back in episode 2. You can find Isabel on Twitter and Instagram at isjassa, that's spelled Y-Z-J-A-S-A, or on her website www.isabeljassa.com. You can find Tom on Twitter at hanratty underscore Tom, or on Instagram at tomhanrattyofficial. Our next episode comes out on the 18th of May. See you then.